it's another day. It is Wednesday, 9.45 a.m. Just relaxing in my truck on my day off, representing Vegas Nights. Good morning. I am part Asian, so I am looking super Chinese right now. But it's okay. Um, so, thank you everybody for joining me in the fight of faith. There we go. Um, <clears throat> I hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to another episode. My name is Justin, and um, we're going to do a read-along for the first book of Thessalonians today. A book uh, from the Apostle Paul. And, uh, and we're going to start out with some birthday shout outs we have a testimony today god is so good just waiting for everyone else to probably join if you would like this is a live video coming at you at the fight of faith facebook please give us an ad on facebook and follow us first thessalonians here we go so um I posted the schedule about the first Thessalonians read-along for the Fight of Faith. We got Monday all the way through Friday this week is going to be starting with chapter one on Monday. This happens to be five books and uh, five chapters rather in the book of Thessalonians. So for every day, we're going to read one chapter and it's not too late to join us if you're just getting in on it. It's Wednesday. It's not too late. Um, so right now, today, we're on chapter three, but I had a question. Um, so I'm going to do a quick review after our birthday shout outs testimony. So let's start out with some birthday shout outs, actually. So Facebook always gives us an update about whose birthday it is and whatnot. So I, f I figured I might as well give us shout outs um, for their birthday. So today... Uh, I got for a list of birthday shout outs from the fight of faith is Kimberly, our friend from church, who's a great friend of my wife's. God bless you. We got Chris Weitz, uh, who's a truck driver that I know from U.S. Foods, who's over the road now doing regional. Uh, brother Joel Taylor in Hilo. Uh, my brother, uh, Justin Alimu's brother. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Karina Perkins, my friend on Facebook, and my cousin, Patrick Utley. Happy birthday to all you guys. Another year of life. Congratulations on making it. Right? <laughs> um, and you know, um, I have a testimony because I had a buddy of mine who who wrote me. Who we, we were going back and forth on the, um, on the podcast Instagram. Uh, and... Uh, he had submitted a question. I believe it was actually a comment for prayer because he's, he was going through a rough time with him and the family. And But we lifted him up in prayer and God turned the situation around. All right. So this is my friend um, on Instagram at Michael Bryant with a T 1985. Hey, Sonia, what's going on? I'll give you a wave. Um, so the testimony that Mike... Uh, typed to me after we prayed for him on the fight of faith he said uh things are starting to look up and he had an interview last week and was offered the job on the spot 
that's what's up. I start tomorrow, and some situations also are looking up as well. God is great. Thank you so much, man. That's a great testimony. So I, I, I asked if I could share it on the podcast. He said yes. And so congratulations, Michael. I'm proud of you, bro. Remember, nothing is impossible with God. And if God can do it for Michael, guys, then he can do it for you. Um, he did it for me when my business was failing and nothing was looking up. Uh, me and my family, we were worried about our situation. God turned it all around. And it's not because I said a secret formula prayer. It wasn't because I was good enough and I was a good enough person. It was because God has mercy. God is able and he is willing to meet all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And uh, he wants to provide all you need. He's a loving father. He loves you. Amen. And uh, so after the birthday shout outs, after the testimony, you know, we had a question. Okay. On the first uh chapter of Thessalonians. So let's go there um, before we go do our daily reading. Uh, so the first chapter of uh, 1 Thessalonians, uh, I posted a scripture from verse 9 to 10. And a follower of mine, shout out to, uh, sorry if I pronounce it wrong, Elijah Barra. Elijah Barra underscore CWM wrestling. Okay, at uh, my, one of my followers on Instagram. Thank you for the question, bro. And he asked, what does this scripture mean? And so the scripture is 1 Thessalonians um, chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. So verse 9 says, For they themselves report of what kind of reception you gave us. They tell how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from coming wrath. And the biggest thing that I think he was asking about is what, what is he referring to? So this is Paul writing them saying that he was told um, that they turned away from idols. Now remember that uh, Thessalonica was a Greek church. Now think about it. Greek, uh, those Roman gods, it's, it's polytheism. They believe the god of thunder, the god of fire, the god of war, the god of this, the god of that. And so they were used to polytheism, having multiple gods. And uh, with uh, remember, in the Christian church, there's neither Gentile... Uh, nor Hebrew, it's, it's just a believer of the circumcision of the heart, right? And so you may have people with Greek Roman backgrounds in this Greek church, right? So um, they were found guilty of uh, having other false idols that they were worshiping in the Christian church. Now, now um, imagine that, that you, like Apostle Paul and starting all these churches all over and he's keeping accountable to make sure that he's a father in the faith and he's a mentor he's an apostle to make sure that all these churches are ran according to what the word is and, and according to who jesus is right and um and when he received word about them and 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 this is something that that stuck out to me when he said that how you turned to god from the idols to serve the true and living god Okay, so so anything else that is not God that you're looking up to, that you're serving, that you're laying down your life for, if it's not God, then it's, it's not true and it's not living because there's only one true living God and that's Jesus. Amen. So um, and that can mean anything in, in our lives. But but um, 
as far as you know false idol worship you you, you allow something to become an idol you allow you, you allow these things to take the focus of your life where you borderline worship that that item that person that idea right uh, but turn from that and turn to the one and true living God in Christ Jesus. Amen. So that's what that means. But Paul specifically was talking about, he was congratulating them on actually turning away from the idolatry that they had in the church and turning to Christ. So he was congratulating them in that specific scripture. And uh, also, I wanted to share what I got out of uh, chapter 2 in First Thessalonians, which is uh, in 11 and 12 which i posted on the instagram and in chapter 2 verse 11 and 12 it says for you know what we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his, with his own children encouraging comforting and urging you to live lives worthy of god who calls you into his kingdom and glory so this is kind of like the same concept that i was talking about with the false idols like this is but this is coming from a fatherly figure on wednesday nights at revival groups at encounter uh, come on by if you're in the Henderson area. On Wednesday nights, we have revival groups, and we're and we're learning about the heart of God. And uh, and specifically, last Wednesday night, we were referring to uh, that like our Abba Father that calls us into our destiny. What does a Abba Father mean to you? What is a father mentor? Uh, kind of like like we all grow up with ideas of what a father figure looks like, or something that we didn't have. What does that mean, right? And so. We were talking about father figures, and uh, for this th uh, this scripture to come across my path, I didn't find it by chance. I believe God is speaking to me of what it means to be a father, not only to my children, but uh, to people that I'm mentoring, discipling as well. And what I am called to do, or what we are called to do, is when you, when we are encouraging, and we are comforting, and we are urging people to live lives worthy of God because he's calling us into his kingdom and his glory. So let's step out of the darkness, to step out of the muck, the sin that we might be uh, uh, tampering with, step out of that darkness and come into the light. And, and as father figures, we're all called to father a mentor somebody, right? And if, not, if you're not doing that yet, God is, is equipping you to do so, right? That whoever that person is, you're going to encourage them. You're going to comfort them. You're going to urge them to live a life worthy of the calling of God, that, that you're going to call them into that, that God calls you into his kingdom and his glory. Amen. That's pretty cool. So, uh, that's a little intro that we have. So, um, today we're going to read chapter three together and hopefully, uh, everybody gets something out of it. And uh, so if you're reading along with me, please share. Please uh, follow along. We're going to start reading in chapter 3 in the New Testament, written by Apostle Paul at 1 Thessalonians right here. So, uh, you know, but I'm going to start uh, so, so we get some context um, um, from actually chapter 2, verse 17, because uh, we don't want to cut off in the middle of the letter, right? So let's just get some context. So chapter 2, verse 17, and then we'll go right into right into chapter 3. Um, it says, but brothers and sisters, when we were orphaned by being separated from you in a short time in person, but not in thought, 
Out of our intense longing, we made every effort to see you, for we wanted to come to you. Certainly I, Paul, did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes? Is it not you? Indeed, you are glory and joy. Chapter 3. So when we could stand it no longer, we thought it best to be left by ourselves in Athens. We sent Timothy, who is our brother and the co-worker in God's service and serving the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and, con and encourage you in your faith, so that no one could be unsettled by these trials. For you know quite well that we are destined for them. In fact, when we were with you, we kept telling you that we would be persecuted, and it turned out that way, as well as you know. So for this reason... When I could stand it no longer, uh, when I could stand it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith. And I was afraid that in some way the tempter had tempted you and that our labors might have been in vain. This is coming from a heart of a pastor or, or a, a, a deacon, a leader, being concerned about his sheep, his flock, uh, from the Apostle Paul. But Timothy, continuing on in verse 6, Timothy has just now come to us from you and has brought good news about your faith and love. He has told us that you always have pleasant memories of us and that you long to see us, just as we also long to see you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in all your distress and persecution, we were encouraged about you because of your faith. For now we really live since we are standing firm in the Lord. So how can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of our God because of you. Night and day, we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. Man, I, I just feel so much love coming from this letter is that he was so pleased that Timothy came back and report, reported to Paul because he's being persecuted and, and being in and out of prison and he was not able to hands-on uh, cultivate the the congregation at this church. So Timothy brought him good news because Paul was concerned that the people were going to fall into temptation or they're going to be misled. Uh, but, uh, but Timothy, he said, he, uh, he said that he has told us that you have always had pleasant memories of us, that you long to see us. And just as we also long to see you that, that they brought good news about your faith and love. So they stayed faithful and they stayed true. Good job, church. And, uh, this was definitely pleasing for Paul to hear, you know, because uh, he's putting a lot of time and effort into um, follow the call of God and um, to hear that they've turned away from idolatry. They, 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 they resisted sin and they kept the good fight. Um, I see that Paul is uh, finding joy. He says right here in verse 9, how can we thank God enough in return for all the joy that we have in the presence of God because of you? He's so happy. And night and day, he's praying for them. Remember that your leaders are praying for you. Amen. Uh, so verse 11 says, Now may our God, the Father himself, our Lord Jesus, clear the way for us to come to you. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and everything else just as ours does for you. Whew. So may, the, may he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
when when our Lord Jesus Christ comes with all his holy ones. Man, that was the best part, in my opinion, was the ending, verses 11 and 12. I'm going to post that today. Wow. May our Lord, may our God and Father himself. Wow. And our Lord Jesus make clear the way for us. Now, this is interesting. May our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus make clear the way for us. Hmm. That's interesting. I believe that in verse 11, he's referring to God, the Holy Spirit. Because in the beginning of chapter 3, actually at the ending of chapter 2, towards the beginning of chapter 3, he's talking about how he had spiritual opposition from Satan. That he blamed Satan blocked our way. He wasn't able to come because of per persecution. Now remember, God doesn't send the persecution, but he's able to glory from it. Amen. So that's interesting. In verse 11, may, may our God and Father, so God the Holy Spirit and Father himself and our Lord Jesus make clear the way for us to come to you. Apostle Paul is revealing the Trinity here. I like that. Verse 12, may the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other. It's all about love, man. You know, um, you know what I was thinking. I was thinking the other day is that everyone should be able to agree on that that statement. That like, um, I know it's so cliche, right? Because of the Beatles, the the band, the Beatles. All you need is love. Love is all you need, right? Um, but little did they know how true that statement is. Because it's not. I'm not talking about a hippie kind of love that makes everyone feel good, but love itself god god is love and that's all we need because he is in everything and everything is in him <laughs> right so i mean um i think if you were to approach someone who is not a christian and maybe uh i don't know a skeptic or a spiritualist or a yoga hippie kind of person that believes in a force a universal uh, i don't know what do they call that like the collective conscience kind of eerie kind of people they still believe in love regard with religion out of the question people believe that love is the number one need that uh, that humanity needs right think about it but little do they know that God is love. Because we all need God. But not everyone knows that. Not everyone believes that. But if you were to ask every tribe, every tongue, every person, re uh, religious or non-religious. If you were to ask them, do you believe that we need love? I would believe 99.99% of people would say yes. Except for the sociopaths, psychopaths who think everyone should die, you know, but they're not well in the head. Um, but seriously, that is our number one need, right? Love ne necessitates relationship. 
not only relationship found in God in of of himself being a trinity, a triune being, but relationship as far as having love with others, phileo love with with friends and family, eros eros love with a loved one, a companion, agape love from God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. And he prays that in verse 12, that the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. And that's beautiful, man. You know why? Not, not only for love to increase, but to overflow. So whatever capacity that you have of holding love, he wants it to overflow in your heart. Because you know the image that I get when when God wants to overflow in your life is so you can spill onto others, right? So you can minister onto others with that overflow. And um, and that also means you got to stay filled. That means you that you should keep your keep your spirit well fed. Um, stay away from things that will taint your spirit. Stay stay away from things that aren't love, that aren't God. You know, that aren't from heaven. Stay away from these things. You know, um, I think we all slowly compromise as we get older. If if you're not careful, um. You can grow complacent with things and kind of let things grow subtly without realizing. A little leaven spreads throughout the whole lump. Just one little compromise over the years and years of ignoring something that's not of God, but you're compromising as a believer, that compromise will also grow and grow. But if you sozo that thing or if you allow God to remove that thing and make you whole and allow him to love you and let that wall come down in your heart and you're able to allow the Holy Spirit to speak into your life or take out that that trash and give something new and fresh in your heart. That is a way of allowing God to not only increasing in you, but increasing your capacity to love increasing your reservoir of his spirit you're able to you're able to love more you're able to minister more you're able to to share more because your overflow has overflowed right that's what i get out of it that's so good and may he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our god mm. and father when when the lord jesus comes with all his holy ones when Jesus comes back. So when Jesus comes back and you're in the presence of God and the Father. It's just interesting how it says of when he's in the presence of our God and the Father. Isn't that interesting? I wonder if this is new, uh, new international version. I re I'm really interested if that what if this is only in the NIV. But it says in the presence of our God and Father. I mean, now that I look at it, now he's probably referring to the same th being, as uh, the same person, God the Father. But not only is he a God, but he is also a father. I think that's what Paul means. But me at first glance, looking at it, that's the way I took it, is of our God and Father. God and Father. <laughs> like like three people. You, see, you start to see the Trinity in everything. 
right? Anyway, yeah, he is God, but he is not just God. He is Father, Abba. When our Lord Jesus comes back with all his holy ones. Who is he referring to? Who is he talking about that when he comes back with all his holy ones? Wow, does he have an army that we don't know about? And uh, we're going to meet more holy people? Wow, that sounds interesting. Oh man, you got to read Ephesians, brother. You are the holy ones. Now you are his expressed image of his fullness in the body of Christ in the church was the, in when it said in Ephesians in our other read along. If you want to go back on YouTube or Facebook and read that other read along that we had for Ephesians, he calls the body of Christ, the church, the expressed image of his fullness. Whew. Amazing. Um, you are holy, you are awesome, you are amazing because you are in Jesus and Jesus is in you. And I believe you're called to do great, mighty things. I believe that you're not coming across the fight of faith for no reason. I believe that God is using me to minister to you, to let you know that you're called to greatness, that Jesus loves you, and he has a higher purpose and calling for your life. And he is not willing for you to settle for, for dirt and for bricks. He's calling you to gold and to diamonds. He's calling you to great, beautiful, mighty things that you can't even think of right now. But it's all baby steps. It's about trusting in God, letting him work in your heart to increase in the love so you may overflow. Just like in, in uh, Second uh, Corinthians. We didn't even read Corinthians. And Thessalonians. Um, that's my prayer, Father God. I'm going to pray for you guys. I pray, Lord, that everybody that's watching and listening, I pray that the capacity to love others and to love you shall increase in Jesus' name. So whatever is in our heart, Lord, that is that is blocking that flow like a dam. I pray that you remove that in Jesus' name. Whatever may be, hidden sin or an anxiety or a past hurt, unforgiveness, I pray that, that you reveal to the listener what is that thing that is keeping them back from experiencing the absolute best in you. I pray in Jesus' name, Father God, that you will open the eyes of their understanding to be enlightened to the truth of your love, Father God, that they know that who they are in Christ, that they are holy, that they are a royal priesthood, that they are your righteousness in Christ Jesus. And Jesus, that you are in them and you are in, that you are in them and they are in you, that they are now face to face with their Father because you are face to face with the Father. Lord, that we, we thank you and we love you. We praise you for this revelation that gives us confidence, that gives us boldness, and that gives us direction so we're not lost. If you're feeling lost, if you feel like um, depressed or angry and you need someone to talk to, my name is Justin and you feel free to hit me up. I know how it is to be depressed. I know how it is to feel suicidal. I know how it is to feel sad or down, angry, pissed off. I get it, bro. God gets it too. And uh, and I'm here for you guys. So thank you for watching. Please share the video. Uh, please leave a comment. Subscribe on YouTube. Like the Facebook page. Follow the Instagram. Thank you so much for everybody listening and for enjoying the read-alongs. Don't forget Thursday and Friday is chapter 4 and chapter 5. I will see you guys later. Remember that the victory is already yours. So keep fighting the good fight of faith. Take care.